So back in, we were both actually in eighth grade when we first Shut met. Shut up. Mm, this is adorable. <laughs> Already. Hello and welcome back to Couple Things, a show all about couples and the things they go through. This week I'm obviously doing this introduction solo, which I believe is my first time doing this, uh, but we had no babysitter. We had no one to watch the kids, so Sean couldn't make it for this intro uh, section. But today we are interviewing Matt and Abby Howard. They are social media sensations and we had a blast with their conversation. So they're young, they're 23, they're married, they have a kid on the way coming soon. Um, and they are now doing social media full time. So it's fun to hear their story and how they got into this career. They transitioned from uh, studying acting and actually, Abby wanted to be a teacher. Matt wanted to be in the financial industry. And then they started making YouTube videos during the quarantine. And here they are. They do it full time. Uh, they just moved to Arizona. They have a lot of exciting things going for them. And uh, I think you'll really like them. So if you want to find out more about Matt and Abby, we'll also link their information down below. They make hilarious videos and they're also kind of documenting their uh, pregnancy process. So we'll include all that information uh, down in the description. And please, if you haven't yet, Subscribe to the show. Give it a rating. Uh, we love to hear your feedback. We love to have uh, this community around uh, to listen to these fun people. And, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this one with Matt and Abby Howard. Matt and Abby, what a pleasure it is to have you on today. What up? We are very excited. So we got connected through a mutual agency who, I'm not going to lie, from our end, speaks so highly of you guys yeah they were like dying to sign you they were dying to have you and then they were so so pleasantly surprised when they actually got you and they just say you guys are the best oh my gosh that's so, so sweet, sweet. <laughs> thank you that's so so sweet also matt just want to ask right out the gate uh, uh what's your teeth cleansing routine do you like whiten with anything how does it what what's the deal i literally just got off invisalign like i had braces in high school and then i had invisalign because um a super nice uh, orthodontist dr heaton here in the phoenix area like hooked me up and i just got it off so now i have no more invisalign it's literally like two days ago and um yeah i just i just brush them i i try to fl <laughs> i try to floss when i can i don't know but the smile is what got me I'm so, I'm so happy that i have like my teeth back like i have no more like retainer hey. during the day so it's well, great congratulations hot off the press matt no longer has invisalign that's that's great news do you mind me asking how old you guys are yeah. we're both 23 23 okay I'm married for how long two and a half years Dang. how's it going it's been good we're still married yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're still married. we spend all day every day together and we still miss each other when we go to the grocery store you guys it's, it's weird like we'll be so the other day um i was gone for like two hours and came back and like i was shocked at how much like i missed abby like it was stop stop <laughs> wait <laughs> okay so that leads me to the question how did you guys meet i need to know the story so I can put two and two together. About the story for you. So back in, we were both actually in eighth grade when we first Shut met. Mm, this is adorable <laughs> already. Didn't start dating then, but we actually met. We lived about two hours apart, but we met at a summer theater in the St. Louis area called the Muni. Yeah. My mom would drive me down in the summers if I got in a show there because I'm from a really small town. So then we'd go to the big city for the summer if I got in a show and we were so excited. 
And that's where we went and Matt and his mom and our moms kind of became friends. And then I had a massive crush on Matt, but, but he I didn't, didn't, I didn't even like any notice Abby until like fast forward three years later, it's the summer before our senior year of high school. And I just like started noticing her. I was like, wow, this girl's really cute. She's really sweet. Like I need to ask this girl on a date. And so I asked her on a date um, for my 18th birthday. We literally went on our first date on my 18th birthday. It was my golden birthday. It was my first time asking a girl on a date. And then I even kissed her on the date. And it was our first time like kissing First anyone. date kiss? Wait, what? It was your first date. First time asking a girl out. And you kissed her on the first date? And it was your first kiss? Jeez. Your yeah. first yeah. <laughs> what? I wasn't expecting that. It was awesome. It was like a super awkward kiss too, but it felt amazing. <laughs> it was incredible. It was. Abby just lasted off. She's like, it was crazy. <laughs> we dated like long distance for like the rest of high school, which is about a year. Mm -hmm. And then we went to college together. We were, we were acting majors. We did theater in college for semester. And then we switched our majors because we wanted to focus more on our relationship and prioritize that because a lot of people we knew that the theater would be gone for like six months on a Broadway tour or something and not see their spouse for a really long time. Wow. Where'd you guys go to school? Missouri State University. Mizzou. Nice. Or not Mizzou. No. Uh, Mizzou is uh, University of Missouri. State. Missouri yeah. State is It's different. so yeah. confusing. It's confusing. Yeah. Yeah, sorry to get that wrong. There. I'm sorry to get don't that wrong. Wait, okay, so we need another proposal story then. So <laughs> So Abby like Abby loves Disney. She went to Disney every summer as a kid. And so she told me it would be magical if I if I proposed in front of Cinderella's castle. And I told her, I was like, Yeah, that's cool, but like I don't know how that happened. And I did this like leadership training camp one summer in Orlando, Florida, and she came to visit me, but I like basically told her, Hey, I don't think we should get engaged this summer. I think it's too soon. Like we would have to be engaged for like over a year and it would just, I don't want to be engaged for over a year. It would stink. Well, I changed my mind. I called up her dad. Literally last second. I was like, how long did you know you were going to do this? And he's like, like a couple days before I like just decided. But I had the ring. I, I had the ring for like a month. Like I knew I was going to do it, but I just didn't know how I wanted to time it. And so I just kind of sent it and Abby had no clue. Like she had absolutely no idea because I convinced her that it wasn't going to happen. Love that. So you did it in front of Cinderella's castle. Yeah. And I was like shaking too. Like it was Abby super low yeah. key. Like he handed his phone to this random guy on vacation. <laughs> he was like, can you like, press record? And then Matt, that, this is the only reason I knew something was up because he like was insisting on taking a picture. And I was like, like right away, we have to get on these rides. These lines are going to get so long. We don't have fast passes. Like I was like my Disney brain. And he was like, no, we need to get a picture. And I was like, what in the world? We didn't do anything like social media. So I was like, mm -hmm. no, what? And so he was insisting on it. I was like, fine, quick picture. And then I put my arm around him. His back is shaking, like trembling. And I was like, what's up? And then he's like hitting the Z guy. He bro taps me, gets down on one knee. And then we don't even kiss. It's just like super awkward. <laughs> we just hugged after. And then they just hugged and I said, thank you. He said, thank you. <laughs> and I had Abby put the ring on herself. I didn't even put it on for her. Oh man, that's just great. Yeah. That's great. That is really cute. You've been pretty open about how you've set boundaries, right? Before marriage. What's the background? What's the inspiration for that? Oh man. Yeah. I think like we just wanted to, we wanted to wait till marriage. Like it was, it was definitely something that was like very hard. It wasn't, it wasn't like we 
were perfect or that we like thought we were better than other people, but we were just like trying to like wait. And we, and we did wait till marriage, um, throughout our dating relationship. Um, I think it's more so just like to protect like the special like relationship that is a married relationship. Yeah, and yeah. like the lifetime commitment for that and how you want to share that just with one person yeah so yeah it was no, really it's, hard but it's it was definitely, so special you know it's definitely been special that like we were each other's first kiss and first date well I, abby had been on dates but i had never taken a girl out on a date so it was my literal like first date ever um right. but abby had never dated anybody um she had just been on like dates talk like talking to guys but never anything more than that so it was just like it was special that we got to share that together um, I don't know. I guess I, I forget sometimes that most people don't just have that with like that one person. <laughs> Not that it needs to be that way, but it worked out that way for us. And then like, we're super, super grateful for that. Yeah. It really set a great foundation for our marriage. So here's, I appreciate that so much. Uh, and I worth, I'm 30 now and I feel like I'm at the phase of life where people's habits now are like forming what their lifestyle is and like how they approach life. And so I feel like that aspect of how you have approached that part of your life has set you up for like, you don't have habits of looking around and, and doing other stuff. And that's very important. It's so cool that you've set that foundation as you've said. Um, and I think, you know, we're, we're kind of marriage hype men over here. I think it's the best thing ever. Uh, and, and it seems like you guys are excelling at it so far. So well done. Well, yeah, I mean, we're definitely, definitely not. We're, we're definitely <laughs> not perfect at all, but like we, we are just each other's best friends. And yeah. like, I can say that for a fact, like. That's um, the other thing too. I think like when we were dating and like, even in that engagement period, we were just like building our friendship out that whole time. Yeah. And I feel like that's like the best foundation for definitely. Marriage, like that honestly. was the core. And it was actually a blessing that we dated long distance too. Cause we, it forced us Rather than making out all the time, we had to talk to each other over the phone. So we would FaceTime for like an hour every day, like minimum. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like and just talk. Yeah. Like we, we just like talk so much. So, so we wow. got super close. Okay. So you guys are basically like the all American couple on social media. Where did social media start and how did it, how did it even become a thing for you guys? When we got married, we were still in school, like, and had very low income we were Super basically broke income. and so my parents were so kind and they paid for the wedding but they're like we're not going to pay for video like for this wedding and matt's like no big deal um we will just buy a camera and kind of save a little bit of money and then we'll be able to keep this camera and just use it yeah. and so we had his cousin film a bunch of clips from our wedding that he's like i, I kind of know how to edit like i'll put yeah. i'll piece it together and then after the wedding he still had this camera he's like we should make a YouTube video, YouTube channel yeah. now that we have a camera. And so we vlogged every week. We made weekly YouTube videos for almost a year. By the way, we did the same thing for a little, a little stint. Vlogging. That is so hard. Oh. Vlogging is so hard. Especially when nobody watches the videos. <laughs> yeah. like, what happened? No one put, watched them. You put in so yes. much work. Like I'm talking like hours and hours of work and we're full-time students. We're working part-time jobs. We're trying to figure out being married for the first year. Like so much is going on and so it was a ton of work so we but... weren't really focused on it but matt was like determined to upload consistently on youtube and then i was just like this is sweet you know whatever but then what it led to is once quarantine hit we lost our jobs due to the pandemic 
Um, yes, we were just like doing school online from our little tiny apartment in Springfield, Missouri. And we were trying to put out more YouTube videos. And one of the videos we made on YouTube was attempting viral TikTok dances. And that video, we downloaded TikTok that day. We made five TikTok dances and we checked back later that night. And one of them had like 20,000 views. And we were freaking what? out because like that, that was crazy for us. Like we, all of our YouTube videos had like maybe a hundred views. Like they, we were getting nothing. We had 300 subscribers on YouTube after making videos for a year. And uh, then we just started making TikToks. We pretended like it was our full-time job, even though we were getting paid nothing. And um, by like August of 2020, we hit a million on TikTok. What was, uh, did you, you've graduated college or no? I dropped out, Abby graduated. I graduated in December of 2020. Wow. So I was like trying to do his thing, trying to finish school. I was still trying to babysit all the time because I was like, Matt, this isn't, I need to make money. And he was like, he's like abby i promise you if you just keep doing this what gave you what gave you that uh optimism about it matt man um you're just, I just naturally the most optimistic person. i love entertainment and i love business and so it was kind of combining my loves for uh those two things into one and we were starting to make like a little bit of money off of youtube adsense from our youtube videos and that was paying the bills and i was like man if we just keep like really pushing this like working super hard and don't give up. Like, I know that this will work, especially once we gain traction on TikTok. Um, and I, and the reason I dropped out of college was because like, I was working myself to death. I was up to like 4am every night um, editing and I just was getting no sleep. And I'm like, dude, if I like stay in school and try to finish out this degree while like where our social media is really taking off and say, I don't have enough time to put towards our YouTube, TikTok and Instagram then if everything falls apart, I will never like be able to forgive myself for not like giving it everything I had. So I dropped out um, as like a temporary thing, but then it just ended up working out. So yeah, I mean, we're you had to convince me. I was dead set on being a, like, I was like, I'm gonna be a teacher. That's what I'm going to college for. I was like, mm -hmm. I need a job. And he was like, no, you, we can do this thing. You're doing <laughs> it. When it comes to your guys' relationship though, Social media can be very unforgiving and can almost be like a third party to your relationship. Have you guys found that it has caused any like negativity between you two or have you had to set boundaries around your relationship with social media? I mean, anything that we put out there, we have both approved ahead of time. Like there's nothing that goes out to the public that one of us doesn't know about and I think that that really helps like yeah. safeguard our relationship. And it's like, we both have to be on board and comfortable before, you know, anyone else sees anything. Um, in general, I feel like it hasn't been, I don't know, what would you say? Um, I would say there's been a learning curve to it just because like we, we were so new to this. I mean, we literally started TikTok in April of 2020. So like, this is all fairly new to us, but um, there's definitely been challenging times where we're like, okay, how much are we comfortable putting out there? How much are we wanting to just keep private? Mm -hmm. And we just kind of came to the conclusion that fortunately with this, this job, which is crazy that it's like our job now, um, we are like the producer, we're the editor, we're all those, you know, 
uh, we, we play all those roles and we can control what we put out. So if there's something that we, we film and we're like, you know what, I really don't want to release that. Like that just doesn't feel comfortable. We, we just don't put it in the video. We cut it out of the video or if it's a TikTok, we just don't post a TikTok. Yeah. So that's been a huge blessing because if we were on like a reality TV show, I, right. you, you sign those papers, like you're screwed. They can tell whatever narrative they want to tell about you. They can make you look like the villain. You don't really have control, but we luckily have control of what we put out. Yeah. So that feels really good. And I think yeah. that it's just having that separation between the work life and our relationship life has really helped too. Definitely. That's great. All right. As a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set to be specific. So with Drew and Jet, and bear we try to have really intentional playtime, and that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life i love with kiwico that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in so each box this one's the colorful chemistry set um this has to do with science but especially with bear it can be really hard with a four-month-old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the colorful chemistry kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept them really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code COUPLE. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is a company that we've worked with literally for years. Uh, we were so excited to have them actually be a part of our tour. And many of you got the samples that they handed out there. And we've heard that for those of you who hadn't tried it yet, loved it. And just like us, have made it a part of your daily ritual. So every morning, Sean and I wake up, we get a glass of water, pour Athletic Greens AG1 powder into there. And with just one scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It truly is a part of our daily routine and feels like a really easy, fun, and tasty way to better ourselves. So I feel like the Athletic Greens AG1 has a kind of a mild tropical taste that it's pretty interesting. I, I like I like how it uh, I like how it tastes. So they also have different kind of formats that you can consume it with. So they have these big bags of powder that you can scoop out of. They also have travel packs that are kind of one dose, uh, and they also make a amazing vitamin D and K droplet that you can add to it. Anyway, right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. 
It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com forward slash eastfam. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash eastfam to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We'll also link that down below. Matt, you've inspired me to do a video where I'm t- I'm shirtless for 24 hours straight. So thank you, thank you for the for the inspiration there. Ridiculous. I'm very excited about. You're that. already shirtless 24 hours of the day. <laughs> I do have a reputation for that, but did you see Matt is freaking ripped out of his face? It's <laughs> a weird question to ask. Myself. That wasn't a question. It's a, it's a weird question to ask. <laughs> that was a statement. <laughs> you know, we've been doing social media for five years now, and. There was definitely some friction before we had kids, but now that you guys are pregnant, congratulations, by the way, very exciting. Um, it gets a little more complex, but I think at the end of the day for us, this is, this is words of wisdom. Maybe, um, it like comes down to priorities where it's like with a kid, it's just like a third person who doesn't really have an opinion yet. And so it's like, huh, you know, what <laughs> do we put them in the YouTube video or not? Mm-hmm. And I think there is so much benefit to sharing your journey as you guys have been. And as, as we have been, uh, you know, like the community and stories that you hear and the, and the, uh, I think conversations that you're able to start is amazingly impactful, but never lose sight of the priorities. So like, you know, you're Matt and Abby and your family, number one, and then, as tempting as it may be to like do a thumbnail of like baby gets hurt and cries or whatever it is, like don't let's just you know keep the priorities. That that's I'm that's, just preaching right now. I'm just I, I'm freaking I I like them, and I'm just <laughs> trying to share what we want. We have so much to learn. I so appreciate that. Yeah, like because we've we've already been talking about that. Like, what do we feel about as far as our kids being in videos? I feel like it's going to be constantly changing too. And I, I think like, it'll definitely change. Um, over, I mean, yeah, just, I don't know. It's, it's such a big, it's a big topic. Like everyone's talking about it. I think I'm sure there's gonna be laws that come out in in the coming years, as far as like protecting protection for these kids, because you think about um, what was the kid in home alone, the home alone movies. He got like, yeah, his parents took advantage of him. And I'm pretty sure took money from him or something like that when he was a child actor. And so there needs to be laws to protect these kids on social media. But um, as far as what we think, like, we, we want us to, I think, be the focus and not like not our, our kids. kids. Cause I would hate, like, that's such a weird situation where like, say one day your kid, you know, loves being on videos and then they say, I'm done. I don't want to be in it. And then as a parent having like, the but pressure. But this is our business. Yes, like this is our business. Like that would just be a really weird, awkward, like terrible place to be. So I would never want to have that be our situation. Yeah. We were very fortunate when we started doing the whole YouTube world, we got to witness a lot of um, families firsthand and how kind of they operated and from an outsider's perspective and from like friends that we got to see personally the the families that did that that kind of made their children the forefront always had something that was a, a hard issue later on when the kids got older because it became exactly what you said and that was our big conversation of how do it this feels ridiculous. <laughs> um that was always our conversation of like how can we continue the story from a parent's perspective and not like yeah. we're showcasing our child right 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 
So on that, though, you guys have kind of breached the topic and shared with all of your followers that you are pregnant. What? What, um, what conversations have you had around that about how you share it, what you share and how involved your kids will be. Yeah, I think that we just said that we want the main focus to always be Matt and Abby. And of course, naturally, like our lifestyle is our content. So Mm -hmm. they will naturally be a part of it in uh, some extent. But I think that, I don't know, I specifically have like boundaries I've discussed about. I was like, first of all, I think health things, I feel like those should be kept private as far as like kids go. I think it's Mm -hmm. kind of weird to like, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say weird, but it wouldn't be something that we personally would want to do. Like, I don't know anything related to health and our children. Like that should be kept private. Yeah. It's, there's definitely a, there's like a very fuzzy line there. I think like it's uh, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I think that you just have to be super careful and something we've talked about is like how we can evolve our content over time. Like Abby, Abby loves watching good with good mythical morning. Like this is one of her favorite YouTube channels to watch. And they like those guys, Rhett and Link, they just kind of do their thing. And it's, they sit down and like rate pop tarts and coffee creamers. <laughs> and it's so fun. I'm like, Abby, like maybe we should evolve our content to that one day. Cause and it's completely then, separate from like their yeah, family. Cause life, then we could right? just like make our content and then be done for the day and just spend right. time with our kids. I don't know. So we'll see how we evolve our content, but we definitely want to be extremely um, cautious. Yeah, with our children. kids will just be a fun feature in our content. And then it'll be like us. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. the The inspiration for this show actually was because we were like, I, we really want to have an outlet for our content where there's no reason to have our kid a part of it. So you guys have done I, maybe some unorthodox things. Matt, you dropping out of school to pursue social media. You guys getting married so young. How you have approached the uh, the dating and, and marriage process. I imagine there's been like. I don't know to what extent uh, some pushback or like questions from friends who are not doing it that way. Um, I'm curious what some of those subjects have been and how those conversations have gone. Of like, you sure this is a good idea to get married when oh, you're 21? I, I, I drank Sprite at my wedding. I had just <laughs> turned 20 when I asked Abby to marry me. So we were both basically teenagers when we got engaged. I mean, I had just turned 20 a few days before. Um, so yeah, we definitely had, we had massive pushback. We did we had a lot of deep conversations with yeah. a lot of people close with us. Telling us to be selfish. We wanted to, well, <laughs> we wanted all the wisdom because like, I mean, we realized we're like, we're young, crazy in love, like infatuated still like people, like we need older people to like speak into this and like mm-hmm. advise us. And, um, we started to realize like, the more pushback that we received was more so coming from just like, that's not how it's done. Mm -hmm. Whereas like we were more so looking for pushback and be like, okay, I just don't think that like maturity wise, you guys are ready, or maybe you're not financially stable or like, I have this concern about Matt's character, like things like that. that. The main pushback was just like, that's just not how you do it. And so that was something we needed to make at like like the bottom line like that was needed to be made by us yeah and you can talk about your decision to drop out of college because that was (laughs) uh yeah but that just like abby said the pushback was just you're too young to get married um be more selfish with your time enjoy college and get married once you finish college and we were like no we're gonna get married and if it came to a point where 
we weren't going to have like support from our families, like which our families came around, but we were, we were of the mindset of like, okay, sick. Like we're just going to, we're going to elope if, if it comes to that. But um, luckily, luckily it didn't come to that. And it all I out. think in general, the people that knew us the closest <laughs> yeah. when it came down to it, they were so stoked for us to yeah. get married and to commit to that. Have you guys been surprised at all since you got married? And since your like marriage and everything has been put on the internet, um, has it tested your relationship at all? I think it can be hard like working with your spouse, especially we were actually listening to one of your podcast episodes about working with your spouse. And it was we so, like, so relatable, <laughs> you guys, because yeah, like we're business partners, but then we're also married. So it's hard when like, you know, someone, a, a regular person goes to work and then comes back home and their work separate from their home life. And if they got in an argument with their coworker, like it's separate. <laughs> but if I get an argument with my with my coworker, well, my coworker's awesome. My spouse. You can't and... talk bad about your coworker to your wife. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay. So. Yeah, I say like not as far as like comments wise, because I feel like we had a good foundation of like, okay, these people don't understand the ins and outs of like our complexities of our relationship but it's more so like going about our day and every single decision we made life-wise and business-wise was together and I was kind of mm-hmm. like whoa I kind of just want to run something by like ha- do something and not run it by now at one point in my right. day also today's video is sponsored by real paper real paper is toilet paper and paper towels that change lives Did you know every day tens of thousands of trees are cut down to make single-use paper products that are either flushed down the toilet with toilet paper or thrown away into landfills? And here's a little fun fact to help describe how important trees are to our environment. Our forests currently remove one quarter of the carbon humans put into the atmosphere, which makes them a crucial part of the fight against climate change. And that's where real paper comes in. They're here to help in that climate change fight. It's a sustainably made product that helps reduce deforestation and single-use plastic waste. Real has developed a premium sustainable alternative. Making this small change can have a big impact. So far, Real Paper has eliminated over 250,000 pieces of single-use plastics. Each purchase of Real helps fund access to clean sanitation around the world. Real Paper is available in easy, hassle-free subscriptions or for one-time purchases on their website. All orders are conveniently delivered to your door in 100% recyclable, plastic-free packaging. If you head to realpaper.com eastfam and sign up for a subscription using our code eastfam at checkout, you'll automatically get 30% off your first order. That's R-E-E-L-P-A-P-E-R.com slash eastfam. Or enter promo code EASTFAM to get 30% off your first order. Real paper is toilet paper and paper towels that change lives. Okay, I want to switch to kids a little bit. So going back to your pregnancy story, um, how did you, one, like how did you feel when you found out you were pregnant? And then how did you tell Matt? And how Matt, how did you feel? So when we had like decided, we're like, okay, I think we're like ready. I was like, Abby do not be crazy. Cause I felt the feminine urge to take like a million pregnancy tests right away. And I was like, Abby, you gotta <laughs> reel it in. Like, don't do that. Plus the test was actually shockingly expensive. So I was like, I'm going to wait until I really think so. And so I was like, I'm gonna wait until like, it was a week late. I'll wait. And so one night I just like could not sleep. 
I was like, I'm doing this. Like, I just like went, Matt was like dead asleep. And I'm like, we had a tiny little cottage in Hawaii at this point. And so I'm like trying to be so quiet and not wake him up and like take the test. And it's so weird because like we're adults, like we know how people get pregnant, but I don't know. There's something weird that happens when it's like you and you're like, I'm pregnant. Like what in the world? I was surprised by how shocked I was. Like I knew it was a possibility, but I didn't have any gut feeling. I really didn't think I was, but I was just really, I was shaking. I was like, well, what do I do? Like, I have no idea. So I didn't wake Matt up because I was like, I need to process this. I like journaled. I like sat. I was like, I didn't go back to sleep. I was just like stunned. And then that day I was like, okay, I need to come up with a plan. And so I make an excuse to Matt, like why I'm going to go to town because where we were, we were an hour from like where I could get anything to create a fun surprise for him. (laughs) And so I go to town and I'm like, we had been in a bookstore like a few days before this actually. And we were like looking at books and I had seen this book at this used bookstore that was called like the first time dad's handbook. And it's literally called we're pregnant. So I was like, if I can find this book, there's one book in the bookstore. So I'm like rummaging through and I'm like, trying to be all like I was like so shocked and so I go to the front to like buy the book to surprise Matt and the lady's like who's pregnant like what's like that's exciting and I was like me I was like (laughs) I was like so weirded out and everyone was like talking in the bookstore about it I was like but wait I haven't even told my husband that so I like ran back home and I had to make an excuse for the cameras being set up so I was like Matt, it shouldn't be too hard with our life. I was like, Matt, I'm going to make a TikTok, but I can't tell you what it is. He's like, all right. And And I like just woke up. Like I was up really late the night before actually editing um, our YouTube video. And so (laughs) I'm just like, just getting out of bed and my like messy hair and I'm, you know, shirtless as always, because we're in Hawaii. And then I like open up this packet, this uh, gift and I like see it and I'm like, Like just it completely shocked me, and I re- I knew right away that it wasn't like a prank. Like we had agreed we'd never we agreed do that like, we would never prank with stuff like, like that. A, a I was like, that's prank. not funny to and me. I'm like, I don't I'm like, like that. Holy crap! I'm gonna be a dad. Like it was so. Uh, cool. We didn't know what to do with ourselves. We just went and got food and just like chilled the rest of the day. Oh, that's so fun. Um, did you have any like feeling that something was up, Matt? Uh, no. I had I had literally no idea. She completely caught me off guard. I must be way better at acting than I thought I was because I thought it was going to be all over my face whenever I had we no were clue. <laughs> I thought you were going to like decorate the house more for Christmas or like I was going to come out to like some Christmas tree being in our house. I didn't know what I was thinking, but like, <laughs> yeah, I was so shocked. Wow. Um, do you guys know what you're having? We just we found, found out, out yesterday, yesterday and we're keeping it a secret for a whole month. It's going to be so hard because our family's coming to town. They in a couldn't month. come oh. until a month, a month from now. So yeah. we're like, we needed to tell them first and in person. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. Do you guys have names? No, don't tell me, but do you have names? Are you like locked in? Yeah, Are we have like, the names. Oh my gosh. Got, I feel like we've had this name in. for so long, but we keep just like every day I'll be like, is that the name? He's like, yeah. I think it's the name. I'm like, okay. And the next day I'm like, is that the name? That's <laughs> funny. I did the same exact thing to Andrew, like every single day of the entire pregnancy. I'd be like, is this what we're going with? Is this it? And then you just decided well, to go with it, lock it in last minute. We uh we we felt like we had the name dialed in until 
at the hospital. Yeah. They hand you like the paper to solidify it. And they have like, to write their name down. I was and like, I don't like, want to do it. <laughs> We're not going with that. So I wouldn't recommend that. But anyway. Maybe that's why we should wait to announce it till the day of, because what if we just freak out and do something else? In the so here, here is just a little advice or just like to prepare you. Okay. So with our daughter, we didn't find out what we were having until we had her and we had names picked out for both, but we didn't share either. So at the hospital, we chose the name and then announced that it was a girl and her name was Drew Hazel. Um, and then with our son, we did the opposite. So we found out and we actually like announced names or like told people names and name, name ideas and just be prepared that names are so personal. Names are for you and for your baby and people will always have opinions and none of that mm. ever matters. So yeah. just know that. That's why I'm afraid to say the name because I'm like, I don't want to hear mm. anything bad about this name because that's the name of our baby. Like, <laughs> I would just, I would just always say like, this is the name and not like, what do you think? Because you yeah. don't care what people think. It's your baby's name. It's the name. Oh, you're going to hear it either way what they think. That's what I've come to realize. Yeah. So we have a little game for you guys. We love games. Oh, so thought we, we would um, play it for you. Ready? Yes. It's called Who Does That with Abby and Matt. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Rasa. Rasa is an adaptogenic coffee alternative with an incredible selection of blends that you need to try. Our go-to right now is a well, well, welderberry. A little play off of uh, elderberry because it helps us boost our immune system. And as you know, we need that with a couple of young kids. But each of their blends is formulated by clinical herbalists and can support decreased stress, better sleep, and energy throughout the day. After handling the daily grind, it's great for us to have a source of uh, nutrition that helps keep us going throughout the day. Rasa energizes you using herbs and 15 different adaptogens as well as six mushrooms across their different blends. Rasa sustainably sources their ingredients and buys fair trade or direct trade. We're telling you, you have to try Rasa. They even have an online quiz that you can easily find the perfect blend just for you. Right now, we have an awesome deal to get you started. You can get 20% off your first purchase. Just go to wearerasa.com and use our special promo code EASTFAM20. That's promo code EASTFAM20 for 20% off at wearerasa.com. That's R-A-S-A. We'll also link it down below. Let's get back to it. So kind of like quick fire. Who said I love you first? Matt. My dude. Mm-hmm. Who's messier? Abby. Wow. Wow. Are we supposed to answer at the same time? I yes. think so. Okay. okay. Yes. I'll, I'll take that. Abby will walk into a room with like stuff in her hands and just like dump throw it. it. Just like dump it. I don't it. want it in my hands anymore. That's my husband. That's Andrew. Um, who's the first to apologize, like after a fight? Me. Okay, we'll, we'll go with that one. <laughs> yeah, that feels like it's up in the air. Who was more awkward on the first date? Ooh. Me. I didn't even eat my food. We went to Chick Fil A, and I like couldn't eat, which is not me at all. I was like a nibbling on a chicken nugget. If I had to draw up a perfect first date, I think. A kiss, like a little smooch, and Chick Fil A would be both be, be on the yeah. list. Kiss in a movie <laughs> theater. And how about a hike and sing a movie? Oh come on, dude! I mean, that's Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> the, the best start to any relationship. It was like a marathon date. <laughs> what movie? 
We went to see The Conjuring Part 2. I was like, if it's a scary movie, so she'll get, like, so scared and we'll, like, cuddle. It worked. <laughs> I actually did worked, that. Yeah. That, that's a play right there. That's really not um, a cute first date movie at all. No, not, no. No, not at all. I would just be hiding the whole time. Uh, who is grumpier in the morning? Abby. Me. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> what do you expect? Yeah. I'm, I'm really like, happy the second I wake up. <laughs> Dude, I'm pumped to get out of bed. I'm like, let's yeah. freaking go. We got another one. It's great. Yeah. I need to uh, wake up. Who's a better listener? Me. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> he said, what'd you say? Yeah. yeah he's like, what was the question? <laughs> Wait, can you repeat that question? <laughs> Who brought up marriage first? Me. Matt. Oh. I like this guy. Who's a better cook? Abby. Me. Definitely Abby. Who initiated the first kiss? Me. Matt. Uh, I think I actually did, which is, I don't know if that's embarrassing. That's funny. I think this is a. This is a sensitive question. Who's closer with the other person's family? Ooh. <laughs> you might be, honestly, you might be closer to my family. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say you're, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's like a diss, but Andrew's probably closer to my family because they live two doors like down. Oh, really? <laughs> They're in our house every day. You guys have siblings? Yeah. yeah. I have a little brother. He has an older brother and a little brother. Yep. Oh, I guess. I have, I'm the middle of five. Sean's an only child. Wow. So, yeah. Totally different. Five. Holy cow. Yeah. Who is funnier in real life? Abby's me. way, way funnier than me. I'm not funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who does uh, more behind the scenes work for the biz? Oh, Matt, for you sure. You do all the editing and stuff? Yeah. Same with him. Yeah. Who makes a better first impression when you meet someone? Ooh, oh, I'm thinking you. No, you. Abby does Look not. Look at smile right Abby there. Abby could care less, like, if we were hanging out with, I don't know, like, Justin Bieber or some, like, random person. Like, Abby's always herself completely. <laughs> and, like, I get in my head sometimes and, like, get really nervous. And Abby's just, like, so yeah. real. But you're Mr. So... Friendly. Like, you, it's for sure, Matt. I don't know. I just love that Abby doesn't care what other people think about her. <laughs> That's good. Uh. Who's better with kids? Abby. You're so good with kids. Okay, I'll say me. Who's I have more experience with kids, I will say. But Matt, <laughs> kids freaking love Matt because he just plays so hard with them. He is a kid. That's why it works. Same with Andrew. Dude, you're going <laughs> to love being a dad. It's the freaking... I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm gonna take our kids surfing, snowboarding, <laughs> skating. We're getting... Um, I think I want to get a... Uh, once we own a house, I want to have a um, skateboard ramp, like a mini ramp or like half pipe in the back. I think that'd be this super fun. This baby is not even born yet. I'm yeah, the baby will be two months old and be on a skateboard. <laughs> I have our two-year-old hanging from bars and like doing burpees and handstand push-ups with yeah. me. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's a better singer? Matt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who is most likely to run late? Abby, I would say to you, it has to be you now. It started off as Matt, and then he rubbed me. Now now it's bad. Yeah, he rubbed off on me so bad, and now I think I'm probably worse. I don't know, though. We're both so bad. (laughs) We're like three more. Ready? Who does the most household chores? Me. Who has more pet peeves? Me. (laughs) Who's more romantic? Me. Oh, 
And then last one, who picked out the baby's name? I think it's Abby. Yeah, you were you proposed that name. Yeah. I, I picked out Drew's name. I was like the first to like I viewed it kind of as like a team effort. Mm, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Abby's picked out like all the names. <laughs> all the names for all of our kids that we don't have yet. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys think your acting career has helped in what you do now? Definitely. I think the creative aspect of it, because we love being creative and we get to use that creativity in a, in a different way um, on social media. So definitely. Uh, also, so you just moved to Phoenix. Yeah. It seems like you both come from really strong support groups in the sense of family or friends. For sure. Do you have that in Phoenix? We do. I mean, it's, we're still making friends here, but we have like some really close friends that we've made in the Phoenix area over the past year. So that made the move a lot easier because we weren't just coming in with like no friends. Um, We definitely do miss our family support system so much. So it's our master plan to get them all to move out here too. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Here's, here's what I like about Matt. First kiss got a plan or sorry first date he has a plan coming in with school he has a plan going in and uh I feel like you know we talked about a little bit of pushback but it is so rare to have someone who uh has a vision for what they want out of life and for you to not only have that but execute on it is awesome so I'm pumped for you guys uh as a couple pumped for you guys as parents pumped for you guys as creators I think we need more content like what you guys are putting out. So uh, we're big fans of you over here at the East Fam and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Likewise, we're huge yeah. fans of you guys and we think <laughs> you guys put out awesome content. And yeah, it's such an honor to be here, seriously. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> we're really impressed by you guys and love, like you said, everything you're doing because we need more like wholesome content out there. People thank putting you. good stuff out for yeah. a good a gr- good reason. We just need to be better singers and dancers like you, like you guys <laughs> but be like mad mr entertainment <laughs> well it was our pleasure talking to you guys if you guys want to check out matt and abby we'll link everything in the show notes down below and that's all we have thanks a bunch guys pleasure to meet thanks. you thank it you was a privilege. Yeah, it was a privilege thank you All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners, and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way... You'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.